0: The more processing food goes through, the, the more dead it is. And the more you have dysbiosis in your body, the more you're going to react to that. And that's one of the things, you know, I'm 100% Polish. My, Dr. Natasha is obviously Russian. She was very, very sick and almost died when she was two years old. And her parents sent her out to her grandmother's uh, home in the in the countryside. And they had a cow. And they just kept milking the cow and dumping it into the vat that held all the milk in the pantry and it would it would clabber, and so she was living off of that milk. And she says it's completely what saved her life. The the meat stocks, the clabbered milk, food that is all the old ways of cooking it, the cheaper foods, uh, the the cuts like the heads and the feet. It is the most nutrient packed and dense for your body. And when you put that nutrition into your body, your body can recover.
1: Welcome to The Drew Perlman Show. Think of this podcast as the antidote to the fear, the noise, and the talking heads in the news. The show features an entertaining blend of ancient wisdom, empowering ideas, and cutting-edge, healthy living science to optimize your health and your life. All right, so let's dive in and get started. Today's guest, she's back on the show, Becky Plotner, and Becky is a board-certified naturopathic doctor through the American Naturopathic Medical Certification Board. She is a traditional naturopath, certified GAPS practitioner, doctor of pastoral sciences, and was deemed the GAPS expert by Dr. Natasha Campbell McBride in 2017. She is classified as a practitioner literate in Lyme, Iodine, and Chelation. She serves on Dr. Natasha's GAPS Board of Directors and is on the GAPS staff as an instructor teaching certified GAPS practitioners and training as well as certified GAPS coaches. She's been published in the Wise Traditions Journal and has appeared on many television and radio shows teaching people how to cook. GAPS Foods. And I love her books. Also, she's got a couple of great books out. One is called GAPS Stage by Stage with Recipes. And another good one is Probiotic Foods versus Commercial Probiotics. Becky, welcome back to the show.
0: So good to see you again, Drew. Good (laughs) to be here.
1: Absolutely. It's great to have you here.
0: I actually and- have another book that's coming on the pipe here. The Dr. Natasha asked me to write the GAPS baby book in 2017, and it just went to the editing process. I uh, oh. got a, a phone call this morning I had, and they're thinking that it might be better because it was 600 pages. I had to keep <laughs> gleaning it down to not be so much. And once they put it into their editing system, it ended up being like 750 pages, and they said <laughs> – this is really more of a practitioner book. It's very in-depth, very hardcore. Maybe you should do another one that's just like 100 pages for the average layperson kind of thing. But I'm telling you, when I was reading that book through myself, I was like, whoa, while I was reading it. I'm like, this is crazy. I wrote this. But like so much information that helps so many people today. So we're trying our best to get all the information out there for folks to to help, especially with the new babies so that moms don't have such a problem. We're trying to reverse all these issues we've had.
1: Wow. And so how long were you working on that? You So you've been working on that book for, for years, it sounds
0: like. Yes, I have been, but, um, it, to my own, I don't know if you know this or not, but I was, uh, I've been working through stage four breast cancer for the last three years. So I had to take a big, big pause on that. So it's not like I've been doing it hardcore the whole entire time. I, I took about three years off to, to get myself back up to the level that I need to be. But natural medicine is very, very powerful. I had a 2.3% chance of success rate. All two of my tumors were larger than what was operable. And not that I would go that route anyways, because I see such incredible, amazing results from natural medicine versus, um, versus, uh, conventional, you know, chemotherapy is the sixth leading cause of cancer. So, um, but that's another story for another time. (laughs) Well, you know, so Becky, I mean, as one of the
1: great practitioners, so now are you, I'm just curious, I I mean, are you working on yourself or were you working with someone or do you have a team? I mean, we, I mean, I know, you know, all the greats, the greats of Uh, the greats. So.
0: Well, I've been primarily working on it myself because I knew what to do. So I've been doing 29 different natural treatments Um, Not all of them are every single day. Some of them are kind of in rotation. Um, I have been uh, working with Dr. Natasha. I have been uh, in works with Mimi Grant, who is also a specialist in oncology through natural medicine. Um, I have several other practitioners, herbalists, people that I um, keep in conversation and cohorts with, but over 99% of what I've done has been my own
1: wow and and we were just talking beforehand that you were um you're doing some meat stock right now because yeah. of the the allergies are are, are kicking in, yeah. and, and as you said to me just just now, you said you know your your body knows what it needs
0: so when I came to gaps, uh gosh, when was that? My son was four and a half he's twenty one now you do the math. Uh, I had over 50 allergies that I walked away from and pollen was lots of different pollens were in that mix. And we got kind of hit with a very quick spring blast. And I was off uh, this week until today. And um, so I've been sitting outside in the lounge chair and reading and putting some seeds in the garden, like our February seeds for our area. And, um, and I just kind of got hit with all that, that pollen and it started getting a little bit of stiffly stuffily. And it's just one of the signs, you know, once you have an allergy, it's just a sign that that leaky gut is starting to get impermeable again. And you just need to get back to that meat stock. So I'm back to the meat stock. First time I went back to the meat stock, it immediately took away my sinus congestion, made a, a meat stock pot this morning before I went to work with two packages of chicken heads, one package of chicken feet. Second on that right now, it is so delicious, makes my tongue so happy, it wants to jump out of my mouth and slap my eyebrows, but it just really <laughs> takes it away pretty quickly. You know, if you ever have arthritis, I used to have carpal tunnel and arthritis, if that comes back, you just do the meat stock and it just takes it away again, because it's all that inflammation from those same tissues. I used to have carpal tunnel so bad that um, I had to wear the braces all the time and I was taking ibuprofen, my, my husband would call it vitamin I, and um, the meat stock completely took it away once we got on GAPS. And then we were putting blueberry bushes in on our hill, and uh, we were uh, uh, putting a bunch of goat manure on top of the blueberry bushes, and I was wearing flip-flops because, hello, tan lines, and so we were watering and putting them in and putting the manure on the top blueberry bushes, and I'm moving the wheelbarrow down to the lower row of blueberry bushes, And because I'm wearing flip flops and we had been watering, I just slipped and fell straight on my bum and uh, landed right smack dab on a happened to be little tree that my husband had cut down about a year ago. That was about an inch and a half wide and uh, sticking up out of the ground about four inches, landed right on my tailbone, right on that spot, direct hit. And because I was moving the wheelbarrow full of the goat manure, it fell on top of me. And I was pinned on the ground and my husband was weed whacking all of the overbrush and he was facing the other direction. He couldn't hear me, kept moving further away and further away and further away. And here I am like everything is lit up like there's a beam, a spotlight coming down on my body because the pain just up my whole body. So you think to yourself, man, that girl, she's really got a stick up her butt. No, it was a whole tree and I was covered (laughs) in manure. And so I I couldn't lay on my back. I couldn't lay on my side. I could only sit down in like one of those big old blown up inner tubes. And then once I was able to kind of go to my side a little bit, I could type on the computer. And instantly that carpal tunnel came back. Mm. And I tried every single thing. And I couldn't get it to go away. And it took me like a, a half a day. And I'm wearing the braces. I'm taking the vitamin I, which I never take medicines ever. And nothing's touching it. And then I remembered, you've got meat stock. In the freezer, in the basement. So I go down and I get some meat stock, and I'm not kidding you, Drew, half a cup into that meat stock, gone.
1: (laughs) I don't doubt it. It's medicine. Food is medicine. Right, right. Well, you know, Becky, this past week, I I just came down with a horrible cold, and Mm. uh, my son and I both did, and- and it, you know it was—it's just been lingering and lingering, and and my and then my you know I'm like, what am I doing? Why am I not making meat stock? Yeah. Why why what what am what are you what are you doing, Drew? And so anyway, so the last so yesterday I made a big um, well I got shanks going beef shanks right now in a in a crock pot that'll be ready in a couple hours. Nice. Um, yesterday I did the hocks for for my dog as well. Who I give her the, the 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 meat stock from the from the hocks. But nice. but I but I but now I've made like a huge turnaround in, in in a day. You know, it was lingering, it was lingering. I started with the meat stock, and now I'm just feeling so much better today.
0: Mm, fantastic! You know, that's it's a fa- it's a fantastic testimony. Food really is medicine. It's powerful.
1: Mm. And you know, it's it's interesting, Becky. Just knowing you know your books and knowing the 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 GAPS protocol and all of that. I mean, so much of this is it's like old medicine. I feel like. Yeah. And and going back to like the organ meats and the broths, what do you think makes the in particular the GAPS food so powerful?
0: Well, you know, that old way of cooking is the best way of cooking, you know, low and slow. It really solidifies and, and compresses in all the nutrients. The more processing food goes through, the the more dead it is. And the more you have dysbiosis in your body, the more you're going to react to that. And that's one of the things, you know, I'm 100% Polish. My, Dr. Natasha is obviously Russian. She was very, very sick and almost died when she was two years old. And her parents sent her out to her grandmother's uh, home in the in the countryside. And they had a cow. And they just kept milking the cow and dumping it into the vat that held all the milk in the pantry. And it would, it would clabber. And so she was living off of that milk. And she says it's completely what saved her life—the the meat stocks, the clabbered milk, food that is all the old ways of cooking it, the cheaper foods, uh, the the cuts like the heads and the feet. It is the most nutrient-packed and dense for your body. And when you put that nutrition into your body, your body can recover. Uh, we are so perfectly and wonderfully made that it is literally mind-blowing. We, we, we literally can repair ourselves. You prove this every time you scratch yourself. The old way of cooking, you know, it all comes back full circle. We were working on all of this uh, processed food. You just grab a box, put it in a pan. Food is ready in 30 seconds. That's really not feeding your body. And so now we're coming back to that. A lot of women are learning to cook. A lot of women are in their kitchens. The food is so good. I don't know if you have this problem, but we have a problem even going out to a restaurant because we're hungry after we've eaten because there's not enough fat or nutrient density. And I'm talking a hundred dollar meal between my husband and myself, a very good quality restaurant. And then we come home and we're like, well, gosh, the food at home is so much better.
1: Let's go eat.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, I can't tell you the number of people that I work with that they switch to grass fed burgers. And the first thing they tell me is I taste just like the hamburgers I used to eat when I was a kid. 98 year old man. Tell them to eat the organ meats and the (gasps) we used to eat like that when I was a kid. You know, this is the we're just coming back to where we should be. What do you,
1: you know, one thing though, Becky, that I've noticed when I've talked to people about <clears throat> eating organ meats and, and you know, older generations were more, were more familiar with this. But what do you tell people that are like, oh, but there, there's just so much fat in that. There's so much saturated fat. I mean, isn't that bad for you? The coconut oil, the, the, the organ meats, the, the butter. I mean, what do you, what do you tell people?
0: Well, actually, the you have to look at the industry, you know, we are really there's never been people of any time that have been as poisoned as we are now. And at the same time, living in a literal commercial all the time, infomercials, the foods that we are being marketed to on TVs, uh, magazines everywhere on the shelf and the the powers that be that marketed and the lobbyists who are promoting it and putting out things that are saying that this is bad for you, this is good for you. You know, it, re- it really is. Sally Fallon nailed it in her um, her little video, The Oiling of America. You can watch that on YouTube for free. And she's got a book on fats. She, she really has nailed that. These foods are perfect for us. As a matter of fact, if you look at how God made food, so h- how do we know? Because all these studies are done by the industry. And they're going to tell us it's bad for us. So how do we know what really is bad for us? Well, let's look at the people that have the most dysbiosis in their microbiome, in their gut. And let's look at the foods that they need to recover. So the majority of the folks that I'm working with, you know, like the average person on a scale of 1 to 1,000 They have dysbiosis at like a 200, 300. I'm working with like the 800 to a thousands. They're not, they're on feeding tubes. They're not peeing. They're not pooping. They're not sleeping. They're not sweating. They're not digesting, but two foods, they're really struggling. And look at those people. What foods do we give those people? And they get stronger and better and can handle more foods. Well, that's the food we know is the best. So when you look at these foods, the meats and the animal fats Like God made them growing on pasture, eating grass, soaking in that vitamin D from that sunshine. These foods are very nourishing, deeply nourishing foods. And the organ meats are the most prized. If you look at all the tribal communities and the traditional communities, if they ever go on like a hunt, they will always take like a a group of guys and they sit down after they've um, uh, cut the animal open and they pull out the liver or the heart. Who's the person that gets the very first bite? Well, it's the elder on the hunt or the shaman, the respected, you get this first bite. Those are the most valuable animals and cuts. As a matter of fact, if they hunt an animal that doesn't have the fat, they literally just leave it for other animals to come eat because, and oftentimes they won't because the fat is the prize. It's look in the Bible, the fat of the lamb, it's what gives the flavor. It is very nutrient dense and you don't have to break that fat down. It immediately goes into your body as nutrition. So in terms of is it, isn't it? Look at the traditional communities. Let's look at the people that are the sickest. And there are many medical doctors who are very much privy to what's going on. One of the guys that was known as the godfather of heart surgery, actually was doing surgeries into his 90s, sharp as a tack. If you know somebody famous, he's the one who did their, their heart surgery. Bill Clinton, the Dalai Lama, anybody that is anybody. He He actually said that it doesn't have to do with cholesterol. It doesn't have to do with the plaque in your arteries. When the people are on my table, it's 50-50. But the the industry is so big and vast and the goal is to sell medicines to make money. So we put people back on the medicines and we promote this instead of that. You know, you really have to step back and think for yourself and uh, and look at the traditional ways and what's supporting the people that are the sickest.
1: Mm, absolutely. So, for someone listening who 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 maybe has a like a hunger literally to to get back to this way of eating, but they're you know they're kind of lost in a sea of processed foods and unhealthy foods where Where do you have someone begin? Like if they want to make a change where where should they begin?
0: Well, honestly, there is nothing better in my opinion than a book. How can you sit down with Dr. Natasha for fifteen hours? You can't. I mean, I have, but you can't. Right. How can you sit down with Sally Fallon, Tom Cowan, anybody? So you can buy a lot of books that help you come along. Plus, thanks to the powers of people like you, you can watch podcasts and get all this information and you can run that in your house. Cannot tell you the number of people that I work with. Well, my husband's not on board. Well, if you're working on on the dishes in the kitchen, you can be watching a podcast and he's got ears. You know, my kids, when they were in their young teenager years, we went down to a local restaurant and we watched with other group of people, the talks from the Western Day Price Conference. And my kids have been on board ever since. Thank goodness we did that. I didn't even know what I was doing. We were just counting it as a health class. So education is key. So the more you educate yourself, the more you get it, the more you know, the more you are on board and you can't look back. I mean, knowing what you and I know at this point in time, could you ever go eat a Snickers bar or ramen (laughs) noodles? You just can't. It's horrible stuff. And I'm Polish. We eat the cheapest things on the planet. (laughs) Two packages of ramen noodles. You are so sick because you're so full. How come I'm not eating that? Because it's such poison to your body. You're going to pay the price one way or another. Medicines, surgeries, your body shutting down, Alzheimer's disease. You're going to pay the price one way or another. You might as well just eat real food and build your body and feel great. It is more expensive. That's a big hard leap, especially nowadays. So, you know, you think to yourself, <clears throat> hey, Becky. Where do you go on vacation? Ah, we eat food. <laughs> you gotta you gotta tighten up the belt. Some people can't just jump in. Nobody's gonna just jump in. Nobody comes away from an appointment with me and they're doing it one hundred percent the next day. You get better and better every single day. So do something and then do something else. and just keep getting closer and closer to what is the the true thing for you. Not everybody has to do Gab's intro. Not everybody has to do such intense staying on stage two for a year. Start with full gaps. See how you feel.
1: Mm, Absolutely. Absolutely. And and what about getting past this whole idea of like, you know, I don't like to cook. (laughs) I don't I don't like to you know, I don't like to spend time in the kitchen. But I mean, obviously, our your philosophy, my philosophy is that's that's where the healing
0: happens. That's where the love is, too. And the love. I mean, imagine when I say to you, what is your picture perfect grandmother image in your mind? You walk into the house and she's got freshly cooked food and she's just serving you and just, it's so good. How much love do you feel? Yeah. It's just a way to serve your people cooking in the kitchen. And, you know, when you're switching over from putting something in the microwave and it taking 30 seconds and feeding people, when you then have to then cook a whole meal, like honestly, most of our meals are in the cast iron skillet and it's, it's onions, meats, vegetables, done. And it's not long at all. Once you figure it out and you get into your rhythm, use your crockpot, your crockpot is your friend. Food is love and nutrition. And now you're not going to have such health issues. It builds your body. You're not going to have things like anxiety issues and stressors and delivering babies that are going to have problems forward because I'm, I'm really afraid, to be honest with you, for our next generations of babies coming forward. So, you know... Spending that time does pay off and make it a beautiful thing. So we actually have a dishwasher now, but we didn't have a dishwasher for like 15 years. Mm. And, and right there at my kitchen sink cooking this way, that's where the devil lived right there at my kitchen sink. I was mm. not a happy person. My back was hurting. It was, yeah, it was awful. Waste of time. I'd be grumbling and gritchy, put on some music, put on a podcast, make it a great thing. You know, it's just, it's so valuable. Make yourself that person that gives the gift to other people.
1: Mm. Yeah. I love how you say that. I love how you say that's where it's where the healing, but it's where the love, the love is, like you say, visualize your grandmother and uh, that, that image of, and the smell and
0: the senses coming alive. Mm -hmm. And it's,
1: it's, yeah, it's amazing.
0: A lot of people will even cook, even if you don't cook, a lot of people will cook things like Thanksgiving dinner, that feeling when you walk into the house and you smell all that, that's what you're giving to people on a regular basis. Plus, sitting at the kitchen table together, (laughs) there's nothing more valuable than that.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, let's see where, where to go from here. Um, you know, Charlotte Gerson, uh, once, once said something to the effect that, that all disease really begins from deficiency and toxicity. I think I've heard Mm -hmm. Natasha say the same thing, but, um, you know we're we're dealing with tremendous amounts of toxins. You know it's been in the news recently. A lot, a lot of, a lot of toxicity. You know, we just living in a, an incredibly polluted, toxic world, and yet, at the same time, we're we're sort of there. There's this this idea that we're deathly, we're we're to be deathly afraid of microbes. And 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 Becky, aren't microbes incredibly important for mm. helping us to detoxify?
0: Yeah. And the microbes and the toxicity is two different things. So if you, if you look at that toxicity, like we are literally, they, they can, one of the things Zach Bush does is, is they've gone around and they've tested the air quality in different locations. And Where's the worst air quality here in America? New Jersey. where's the number one pharmaceutical industry labs? New Jersey. Where's the number one chemical production labs? New Jersey. They have the most nanoparticle toxins in their air. Where's the highest autism rate? New Jersey. In terms of the highest number of clients that I have, New Jersey. So when you have that toxicity in the air... In the environment, that's going into your body. You know, the 10 American study that they did, they took 10 Americans. I think this was done like 10 years ago. It's in the baby book if somebody wants to get it referenced. But in terms of that study, they took 10 Americans from miscellaneous areas across the United States, different socioeconomical backgrounds. So nobody was like imbalanced. And they actually tested the blood. And to do that, you have to actually think to yourself, hmm, I wonder if there's mercury in there. So you test for mercury. It comes back positive or it comes back negative. Hmm, I wonder if there's DDT in there, comes back positive or negative. And <clears throat> of the 267 different chemicals, I think it was that number, that they tested for way over 200, every single one of them came back positive. Hmm. Then they divulged the information after the study was done that every single one of those 10 Americans was in utero. So oh. they concluded in their study and said afterwards, we are pre-polluted, our babies are pre-polluted, When you have all this toxicity in your body, there's a lot of things that are toxic-wise. Look at what Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has done, all the lawsuits that he's done, all the glyphosate exposing this. They know this stuff is damaging. The term natural flavors is hiding 800,000 different chemicals and different ingredients. The company that produces that actually says they are, quote-unquote, helping companies clean up their labels. None of that stuff has been, some of it has, very small percentage has been tested to see what happens in your body. So all of this toxicity, some of them are forever chemicals. Where's the place where you have the most forever chemicals? Up there in that New Jersey area. Wow. So all these forever chemicals, they never leave. They don't leave the environment. They don't leave. Some of these have been banned since the 70s and they're still increasing in quantity in our bloodstream, in our environment. When you have your water treatment system, it's only checking for bacteria and removing those things. It's loaded with all kinds of other bio sludge. Then they sweep that up and they put it for farmers to come use as organic fertilizer. That's -hmm. the bio sludge from the water treatment plants. Like it's literally, we are living in a toxic soup. And once we put in these beneficial microbes into our body, it cleans up. One of the books that I wrote, Probiotic Foods Versus Commercial Probiotics, there's a study in there on kimchi where they actually took vegetables specifically saturated in glyphosate and they actually made it into kimchi and tested it every single day. And by day seven, there was not one detectable amount of glyphosate left in there. Well, Robert F. Kennedy has linked leukemia, bone marrow issues, any kind of disease, cancers, uh, all of this has been linked to the glyphosate. And Stephanie Seneff from MIT, the senior researcher at MIT, has connected it to the... It's causing your glycine receptors. They can't function. So now it causes all kinds of other issues in your body and your amino acids are off. And now your body's not functioning properly. When they did all of that, Monsanto did that in the insects, they put on their website years ago. I think it was like 11 years ago. I remember getting on their website and they had all this information about how it makes the stomachs of the insects explode. But it doesn't hurt the humans because we don't have the enzyme that processes that. But we did not at that time have all the IBD and all the IBS and the ulcerative colitis and the Crohn's and the celiac and all the things that we're seeing now having to do with dysbiosis. Glyphosate on your vegetables is a horrible, horrible thing. Works as an antibiotic. It was actually tried to be processed and passed as an antibiotic before it became a pesticide. All of these things are killing our digestive tracts. But when we put in those good microbes, it builds the body. My son actually wanted to do a project in school for a little while. What happened if we took a really toxic pond or something like that filled with different chemicals and we just put like kraut juice in there? He never did it, but I wish he did. But, yeah. you know, when you do the natural, traditional stuff, things just get better. Those good microbes. And you wanna know something, Drew? There's actually a really very famous uh, fermentation store over in California. I think it was in Los, Los Angeles. I'm not really sure now that I'm remembering it. And they got busted and shut down out of business because they found microbes, bacteria. So they shut them down. You know, it's really, we've been living through horrific times with all of these lobbyists and things that this is the way it should be. This is the way it shouldn't be. You know, in California, you can buy raw milk off the store shelf, but if you buy yogurt or kefir off the store shelf, it's not like if you made it yourself with kefir grains or a yogurt starter, they actually got shut down by the state and and had to stop using those natural traditional methods. And they have to scoop in probiotic powders as their probiotic starter to make it into yogurt or kefir Hmm. because of the regulations that's going on. We should not be afraid of these beneficial microbes. That's our path out.
1: Right. Right. I completely agree. And I felt like, Pre-pandemic, Becky, I felt like we were going in that direction. You know, you're hearing about the hygiene hypothesis. People were talking about need to get dirty a little bit, microbes. And then all of a sudden, we switched it around and we got people making decisions that have no clue about anything. And they're like, all of a sudden, the microbes are the enemy. And these, like you said, these are the things that actually – what can, can help us rid us of the toxicity that can help us with nutrients and all the things we need.
0: Yeah. People are getting smart though. I mean, it's the people that are knowing I'm not listening to you anymore. I'm going to do what I know to be okay. And where I'm feeling I'm led. You know, the number one thing that was, um, researched, Googled the first year of the pandemic, how Oh to make no, make sourdough what was that? bread, how to make sourdough bread. Oh, right, right, right. Same thing. The second year of the pandemic, number one research thing, how to make sourdough bread. Hmm. So people are getting there.
1: Good, good, good. Yeah, I've got my beet kvass right here, um, Becky. Nice. On the, yeah, so that's a great fermented drink, and it and it's so easy to make. I mean, my right? goodness, it's so cheap. So, it's so cheap, exactly. Um, it's 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 no work. It's like, and Becky, you do such a great job of explaining this in your in your books. But it's like literally, you 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 set it and forget it. You let it. You let the fermentation happen. I got like all these. Yeah little science experiments going on under the, you know, under the cupboard and you just kind of let it happen.
0: Yeah. That's my, that's my gifting. I'm really good at that. Leave it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, totally. I know you've got the kraut juice and all all that kind of, all that kind of good stuff. Um, So Becky, something else is just the mental health issues going on right now. And I know you did a lot of healing with your son, as you mentioned, and you know there's a lot of a lot of me- mental health challenges going on right now and and many people see it as brain issues emotional issues or or whatever you want to call it but v- very few are are looking at the gut and h- how does the gut play into so much of the mental health issues that we have going on right now
0: yeah it's 100% connected you know when you've got this dysbiosis in the gut you've got a lot of inflammation and when you've got inflammation other things happen as a result There's different parasites, microbes. Yeast starts to bloom when your gut dysbiosis is happening. When you've got this inflammation and all this blooming yeast, there's different things that come and eat that up. And those things then have to breed because they need more employees to help with the job because the inflammation keeps coming. And coming and coming. And so you, other things have to breed and bloom. So we get this whole dysbiosis structure with a lot of yeast, a lot of C. diff, a lot of clostridia, a lot of parasites, a lot of eggs, a lot of different species and microbes and resident viruses and resident bacteria and all these things that are just part of this dysbiosis. are still in balance, but it's more of a rotting balance that's keeping its balance. Like if you have a compost pile and you take a bunch of stuff out to that compost pile, then you go out a couple days later and you're like, oh, my compost pile has worms. And you you pick a worm up and you put it in a little uh, glass jar. Whew, that's all better now. You go back out later in the day, there's worms again. It's part of the balance. So when you've got all of this stuff in your body, all of these are different living beings. And these different living beings exhale toxic gases. For example, we know that Candida albicans exhales 176 different toxic gases. Well, they go through the vagus nerve to the opiate receptors of your brain, and they literally have you have thoughts and feelings. And there's other things that happen too. Like if you're not making GABA, a neurotransmitter, you are going to have anxiety-type issues, like freak out anxiety. It turns on like a light switch. Well, magnesium, malate, specifically causes you to make your own GABA. So, now if you're all in this state of dysbiosis, you've got these nutritional deficiencies, you've got this overblooming of pathogens and parasites and all this kind of toxic soup. You've got a whole host of, of pathogenicity, which causes all these thoughts and issues in your brain. I have a very good friend. Anytime he eats something that has MSG in it, oh man, he gets the worst anxiety. I'm a terrible person. I, I'm just not doing so well. And he doesn't leave his house for weeks. He's, he's a very wonderful person. And I started showing him all the other names that are connected to MSG. And so now he watches out for him. He hasn't had an issue for a very long time. Mm. When I was about 11 years in to my own gut healing journey, I remember out of nowhere Oh, you're so ugly. I can't believe that you even have the guts to go out in public so people can look at you. You're such a horrible cook. Your husband doesn't like you. He just keeps you around to cook and clean. Who wouldn't? Your kids are so stupid. You should never take them out. Horrible feelings and thoughts. Not not my own thoughts and feelings. You're so stupid. I can't believe that you can even work a job. You're so dumb. And I had the wherewithal that I could step back and say, this is not me. Something's going on. And I went and did some enemas. And there were little teeny tiny red specks that came out in that enema that had a biofilm encased around it. And it was instantly gone. And I looked at I was like, you little stinker, you're the guy giving me those thoughts. You're it's not real. You're a loser. <laughs> <laughs> were those were those parasites office. or what? I don't even know what they were. I yeah. was I I could have taken them to my you know, sometimes when you pass these things, you're not thinking clearly when you're sick. You're not thinking clearly. I should have taken it to my office and put them under the microscope, but did I?
1: No. <laughs> yeah, just get them out.
0: <laughs> yeah, on with the day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh wow! Well that that is that is amazing, and that that really just speaks to the the influence of the gut on the brain and vice versa. Becky, just to take it in a little bit of a different direction, I just just a few questions that I love, just kind of some rapid fire questions that I like to ask people that are on the show. And the first is, what brings you the most joy?
0: Hmm. Seeing my kids happy.
1: Love it. What are the things that make you feel the most strong and balanced?
0: Oh, eating right.
1: And what are the things that make you feel the most inspired by life?
0: Honestly, watching people's struggles and then coming out of it. You know, you ever been around somebody who's never had an issue? Like their mom took care of them their whole entire life and cooked for them. And you've got this 36-year-old man who doesn't know how to do anything. You don't want to be around that person. People who've been through the struggles, those are the people that I like. That inspires me.
1: Yeah, I, I completely agree. I've always said that the best people that I want to work with too as practitioners, doctors, are people that have struggled or people that have had health yeah. issues or people that have had to heal a loved one because yeah. they, they've been desperate. I want to work with yeah. someone who's been a little desperate as opposed to someone that's all clinical and just, you know, looking at the labs from a dispassionate way. Yeah. I want
0: to work with someone who's been a little desperate. Somebody, It's real. That's Absolutely. real life. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a lie. Go to school, get a good job, buy a house, get married, white picket fence dog, 2.3 kids. It's a lie. That's not life. Life is somebody getting their arm ripped off in a combine, somebody getting raped, somebody having a tube having to be put into their digestive tract and getting 18 inches cut out. It's that's life and how you handle it, how you deal with it, how you support each other. And man, if you can cook and you teach yourself to cook and you take those people in that situation, a really good meal like this. Ah, what a gift.
1: Mm. Becky, as we bring this to a close, any final words of wisdom that you'd love to share with uh, some of the listeners?
0: Do something. Start and do a little bit more the next day and the next day. Yeah, really nourish yourself, nourish your people, and it'll pay off.
1: Beautiful. And and where can people go if they want to learn a If they want to learn about the new book, if they want to learn more about you, they want to get your other books, they want to just learn more, where should they go?
0: So for years, I'd been doing a blog called Nourishing Plot, and and we've now got it all over onto our new website, gapsprotocolhelp.com, H-E-L-P. Help Gapsprotocolhelp.com has everything from Nourishing Plot on there that you can access for free. There's all kinds of teaching courses there. Not everybody can afford an appointment with me, but you can afford those teaching courses. And each one of them is no less than six hours. Uh, There's lesser priced teaching courses that are smaller than six hours. But the amount of information that you can get there is mind blowing. And you can send me an email. You can contact me through there. Um, my email is becky.nourishingplot at hotmail.com. I'm here to help. This is what I do. This is what I love. I think that honestly, I think that natural medicine is so powerful. Uh, literally after being on my deathbed for a few years, I don't see a reason why I would go to the hospital or an emergency room unless my arm was ripped off in a combine, something like that. Something had to be sewn back on. Doing this on your own, being your own doctor is one of the most valuable things that you can have. And we actually have a course, Be Your Own Doctor. It's got three different teachings on there, plus different teachings on there. Dr. Natasha's got some talks that are on there. She's got it. She's in the enema talk course. She talks about how she was taught, what she was taught about enemas when she was in nursing school and and then in medical school and all that information. There's so much information there. My books are there. The upcoming baby book is going to be there. Um, we also do a online gaps chat that is the last Monday of every month that is free. Um, we do have a zoom account that has a hundred people allowed to it. If I bump myself up to the next level where I can get 500 people, it's going to cost me um, about $600 per time to run the machine. Um, the meeting instead of $300 per time with me donating my time and information. So I haven't taken that leap yet. So the big problem there is that not everybody can get in. And we just take literally it's it's full in like a minute before it even starts, it's got a hundred people in it. And Lord help you if you get booted out because you don't get back in. But you know, if if somebody's making a donation to help us to get that going, we can get that booted up a little bit higher. If somebody knows a way around that where there's a way we can get more people in, I would love to hear it because I'm kind of stuck with that. This is gonna be my third month here where I'm gonna have to have people tell me for weeks, couldn't get in, couldn't get in. But I want to get the information out for people because there's so many people that need it. But like I said, there's nothing better than a book. to Sit down with an expert and get all of their expertise. There's one more thing that I want people to be cautious of. If you're having a problem with food, you cannot just take out the foods that are giving you problems and recover. You have to rebuild the structure that's missing in your digestive tract to recover. So just removing the foods and leaving it like that is dead in the water. And then as soon as you introduce something after that, 10 years down the road, one of the things they did in terms of studying yeast, they poured boiling water on yeast and it survived. They froze it and it survived. They did not feed it for 10 years and they gave it one little speck of sugar and it bloomed right back to life bigger than it ever was before. Instantaneously. (laughs) So you cannot just remove the food and be better. You've got to rebuild the structure and that's what we're doing. Mm. So... Thank you, Drew, for all you're doing.
1: Oh, that's such a great, great point. Becky, I could listen to you for for hours and days here. I should tell my husband. (laughs) But
0: thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you, Drew. You're doing a great job. Keep up the good work.
1: Thank you for listening to the Drew Perlman Show. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. In the words of Mark Twain, 20 years from now, you will be more disappointed by the things you didn't do than the things you did do So throw off the bow lines, sail away from the safe harbor, and catch the trade winds in your sails. Explore, dream, discover, and stay well, everyone.